The Film and TV Show is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow BritpodScene on Twitter to find out more. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Good evening and welcome to the Film and TV Show with me, Richard S., on this lovely Monday evening at a brand new time of 7pm, which is great. Prime time. Prime time, (laughs) absolutely. It's like drive time, isn't it, on TalkSport? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yes, so uh, new time, same show, but uh, just coming a little bit earlier, which is nice. Still the Uh, best guests. Absolutely. So, as (laughs) ever, you can hear Alex... Um, in the background, who's going to get grilled tonight. And hopefully yeah. uh, hopefully, <laughs> listeners out there will want to get involved as well. We're going to be doing a Nortese quiz. I'm going to see just how uh, just how good your knowledge is. <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> that's all right. They're all quotes, so you'll be fine. And they're all actual clips from the films, so you'll be perfectly oh, fine. Oh, I get to listen to them. You get to listen to I them. I thought it was just uh, going to be no, you reading them out. No, 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 no. You'll get to listen to them as well, which is great. Mm, crikey. Um, so everybody on Twitter as well, post us your scores on Twitter, let us know how you get on, um, and if you have any uh, any additional information you'd like to give for each of the questions, you'll be awarded bonus points for additional information for the quotes as well. So we are talking about the noughties today, so the 2000, all the way up to 2009, <laughs> uh, not porn at all. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I've prepared wrong. <laughs> Damn so we're talking about all the films that are between 2000 and 2009, which I actually think is almost the pinnacle of cinema. I had someone disagreed mm. with me. I know that the seventies was great, and so was the eighties. I think but, the nineties. Well, I was a nineties baby, so but, uh, that's but there was, my. There were so many films from two thousand <clears throat> to two thousand on. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like was... the influx of films is just is it, it, it's not horrendous or horrific. It's brilliant. Mm. But there's just so many great films. You that yeah, it's just everything like ever. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, like a lot of people, um, the younger generation, as we like to call them, yes. they're all brought up in the 2000s, so these should all be fresh in their minds still, well, you would spring hope in so. their step. <laughs> you would hope so, and I'd be interested to see how they fare with my mm. quiz, which we will get to in a moment. Um, but I do just want to say thank you to all of the listeners who are listening on the podcast. Uh, you guys are awesome. For those of you listening live now, and getting involved, thank you so much as well. You guys are also very awesome. If you could leave a review on iTunes, that would be amazing. It helps people find us more organically, mm. um, and we will read them out as and when we get them. So exactly. I'm happy to read out any feedback anybody's got. That would be amazing. If you're not following us on Twitter, please do, uh, at the FTV show. Please get involved with the quiz. Uh, we'll be doing things like this moving forward over the next shows uh, from today. Just a little bits, just to make it a bit more fun as well. Yeah, Break it up a little bit. And try and get more sort of interaction with everybody. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love people to get involved live on Twitter if you can. If not, then just post it after you listen to it on the podcast. That would exactly. be great as well. So um, I'm not in me, any me garb. I'm just in a hoodie and t- uh, hoodie and uh, sweats today. So no, none of my face, uh, none of my film and TV show 
uh, garb, but you can get all personal stuff from Sorella Print. So make sure that if you need anything, get go to the Louise at Sorella Print because she can pretty much print anything. And she's also mm. um, a partner slash sponsor for the Lowdown Film Festival. Oh, wicked. Um, we are now at 133 submissions for the Lowdown Film Festival as well. Yeah, I just you've, add. you've added me to have a look at them, and uh, I'm yes. not sort of, I'm like, oh, there's 133. I you don't need to look at all 133. Yeah. You just have to look at some of them. But if you do know anybody in the filming industry, or if you do fancy just putting together a, a short film yourself, go for it. Submit it. You yeah. know, we've got an amateur section, amateur category. Exactly. So just go for it. You know, we want we want people to, to get involved, so that would be great. You can be a student studying film or you can be someone that's just uh, been doing uh, short films all their life. Just uh, send us your best and uh, we'll, we'll be happy to watch it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Shall we get to the quiz then? Oh, yeah, let's get straight now, into it. We're just going to get straight into <laughs> it because I would be interested to know what what, what, how many you get right, okay? So, you'll hear the clip. And I'm just going to note these down. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, note them yeah. down. So you'll hear the clip, you get mm. 10 seconds until the next clip plays. This is going to be tough. So, it is all going to be done straight away. Obviously, I'm not going to have dead air. I will, I, I, yeah. I will, I will gauge your reaction and see, <laughs> and see how you're going. My goodness. Um, but yes, so, are you ready? Yeah, let's do this. So you're Aldo the Apache. There you go. So yep. you're Aldo the Apache. Yep. Uh, this is this is boding well for the first one. I'm, I'm glad. I got that. You tell them, Tarek Makto calls to them. There you go. There's the second one. I'm getting good. It gets harder. It better be. <laughs> You Delta boys are a bunch of undisciplined cowboys. There you go. Did you Got hear that? that? Yep. Yep. You Delta boys are a bunch of undisciplined cowboys. I'm knocking these out of the park. We'll see. The world was stunned today by the death of Diego Ricardo, the youngest person on the planet. Baby Diego was stabbed outside a bar in Buenos Aires after refusing to sign an autograph. Yeah, not so cocky oh, now, no. are ya? Oh no. <laughs> You've got five seconds. I don't know that one. To defeat my enemy, I extinguish his life and consume him as I consume these flames in honour of Priest Fallon. There you go. I know that one, yeah. Absolutely. That voice is unmistakable. Yeah. Unmistakable, that voice. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, <laughs> commander of the armies of the north. General of the Felix Legions. Loyal servant to the true Emperor, Marcus Aurelius. Father to a murdered son. Husband to a murdered wife. And I will have my vengeance. In this life or the next. See, I could uh, not yeah, stick that one in. I don't know where that's from. No, I know, right? That's <laughs> such a difficult one to go for. A box full of hollow points and, Lord willing, a GD Twinkie. Gotta enjoy the little things. You gotta enjoy the little things. Absolutely there. These are all, like, some of my favourites. I know. In, so it's, yeah. Oh, this is good. Who killed Dan Lively? I'm sorry, Don. But you're gonna have to run again. Yeah. 
Did mm. you get that one? Um, I think I might have. I don't know which... Uh, what? Yeah. I'm watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. Yeah. See, you don't look so confident no. now. No, this is See? getting slowly hard. Uh, it's getting slowly harder. All right, look. There's only one return, okay? And it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi. Now that is going in now. And oh, I've yeah, mentioned no. that I've mentioned this particular film several times. I'd just like to add in there. I have a question about that. Take on, go to Mum's, kill Phil, sorry, grab Liz, go to the Winchester, have a nice cold pint, and wait for all this to blow over. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, how's that for a slice of fried gold? That was nice and easy. I got that one. Yeah, I figured it would be. I mean, it's iconic. Yeah. I'm an ogre! You know, grab your torch and pitchforks! Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but if people don't get that one, yeah. I would be bitterly, bitterly disappointed. He's used that voice a couple of times, though, so... Yeah. If they want to drink Merlot, we're drinking Merlot. No, if anybody orders Merlot, I'm leaving. I am not drinking any Merlot! Okay, okay, <laughs> relax, Miles. Yeah. Mm. I see the cogs ticking there. Oh, man. But this one was actually given to me by someone on Twitter. So... Don't go and look at What name? What name? Who are you, Seal? So that's one name, oh. one name. Who are you, Seal? Oh, my word. Oh, this is going to get way harder. Are you still a virgin? Oh. You know, I don't really talk about my personal life. You're a virgin. Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I know that one. Yeah. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Yeah, now that is a tough one. That is right at the very beginning of this particular film as well. I know the actor. I don't know the um, movie, though. So. They called me Mr. Glass. There you go. And that's the very last one. They called me Mr. Glass. So, how did you guys do out on Twitterverse? Let's see if there's anybody out there who are listening now who may have uh, got any. Um, it's not. Uh, it's it's easy in some parts. It's it's not so easy in others. Some of those were hard. I think I've literally just gone for the ob- obvious ones. Gone for the obvious ones. A couple of people are putting answers in, which is great. Then they're, they're not all particularly correct. So, but but well done. You, you you're giving it a good go, which is great. Um, so, shall we start? With the first one, then. Yeah, let's do it. Which is uh, Aldo the Apache. Yeah. So name the film, then. Inglorious Bastards. Absolutely. Well done. So if you got that one for the first one, well done. Uh, So the next one, which was... Tell Tarak Tarak Mokto. Tarak Mokto. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's Avatar. It is Avatar, yep. Bonus points if you can name the, uh, the character's name. Jake Sully. I'll give you a bonus yeah. point for that. <laughs> uh, so the next one then, which is you Delta boys are a bunch of cowboys. Black Hawk Down. It absolutely is Black Hawk Down. that was Down. Jason Isaac saying it with a Texan accent. It was, yes, and a bald head as well. Yeah. Look at you giving it... Yeah, check me okay, out. Okay, so next <clears> one then. <throat> yeah, now uh, it all goes uh, downhill. Um, okay then, so... I, I have no idea for this one. <laughs> so this was uh, Baby Diego, the youngest person on Earth being killed. The... 
Yeah, I have no idea. Like the character voice okay. sounded a little bit familiar. No, like fine. heard it before. But... It was a news bulletin at the very beginning of the film. Children of Men. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Children of Men because it was the youngest person, but yeah, then yeah, yeah. like Diego, I didn't catch that on. That was yeah, mm. that, that that was the the name Diego. Okay, so the next one then, which was um Gangs of New York. It was Gangs of New York, absolutely. Yeah. And it is for a bonus uh, point. Uh, the ca- the character's name or the actor? No, the actor's too easy, the character. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, The Butcher. Um, Bill the Butcher? Yeah, I'll give you that. Bill the Butcher. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so next <laughs> one then. Um, I think it, it might be uh, Spartacus. No, it's Gladiator. It absolutely is Gladiator. Absolutely. I'm not going to ask you what the name of the character is because he gives his name. Yeah. But an absolutely iconic scene. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's face in that. As uh, Commodus is just amazing. That remi- that remains one of my all-time favourites. Like, yeah. I can watch that every every day, like, you know, and just still absolutely enjoy it every time. Absolutely. <clears throat> Good. Okay, next one then. Okay, so the next one after that is Zombieland. It is, absolutely. With Tallahassee. It is Tallahassee, yep, and yep. a GD Twinkie. He loves his Twinkies. I was going <laughs> to go I was gonna go for a different quote, but I thought, no, I'm going to stick that one in there. Yeah. So, right, the next one then, Anne Lively. <sighs> okay. I put the Terminator because it said something about John running. Yep, it'd say John running. I did not. If it is the Terminator, I cannot tell you whether it's Terminator 1 or... Well, it had to be 2 if he's capable of running and it's Sarah Connor that I think it is. It absolutely isn't. <sighs> no, it isn't. It is... A film starring Mr. Tom Cruise. John. Uh, John, John, John. Um, is it uh, Mission Impossible? No. No, because no, that his name's uh, no. not... That's Ethan Hunt. It's... Oh, man. Um, it's very futuristic. Oh, is it uh, the uh, uh, Total Recall? No, no, not Total Recall. It's the... Uh, you're Minority on, Report. It is Minority Report. Absolutely. Oh, Minority Report. Uh, the next one then. I'm watching you, Wazowski. Always watching you. Okay, so I I had two options here because I really could not remember. Um, and these are just like literally guesses off the top of my head. I went with uh, The Mask nope. or uh, Pet Shop of Horrors. Nope. No. It's neither. It is a classic film, Monsters, Inc., Oh, okay, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's it's Mike Mike Wazowski, Wazowski, absolutely. And it's the, like it's like the female old version of him that's saying, "I'm yeah. watching you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's, like, it's, it's Roz. a monster. Yeah, rare Roz. Uh, okay, next one. Okay, uh, I said Clerks. It's not Clerks. Is it Clerks Two? It is Clerks Two. Damn it! Yes, <laughs> it is Clerks Two. Absolutely, it's. Uh, one of my all-time favourite films. One of my all-time favourite quotes as well from Randall there. So, uh, so uh, absolutely love that. Okay, next one then. Shaun of the Dead. Absolutely, Shaun nice of the easy. Dead. Nice and easy one. We'll skip that one. We'll go to the next one, which is also a nice and easy one. Shrek. Absolutely is Shrek as well. Uh, let's move on to the one afterwards then, because you didn't have a clue on this one. No. No, I, I still don't. Um... So it's, it, it's, it's someone saying that they, that if anyone orders Merlot... They're leaving. Yeah. And then they're very not and I had to actually bleep out the swear word in it. I would think like something like um this is literally another guess like but it's not the right sort of accents, it's not 
not the right sort of thing, but I would go for something like Goodfellas or uh, or some sort of a crime thing. No, it's, not... it's the film Sideways with Paul Giamatti. Never seen it. Classic. Oh, it's an amazing yeah, film. I need to watch Honestly, it. Honestly, amazing film. Um, okay, then. Next one. <clears throat> uh, skip. So you skip this one as well. So so this is a one name, one name. Yeah. Would you? What are you, Seal? That is uh, the unmistakable dulcet tones of Michael Serra. Yeah. From Superbad. Superbad. Oh, oh, it's McLovin. It is McLovin. Oh. It is McLovin. I was toying with using. Uh, I was actually toying with using this clip, and I, I love this clip. I think this clip. Is- what kind of a stupid name is that, Fogel? What, are you trying to be an Irish R&B singer? <laughs> I was going to use that one, but I thought, no, I'm going to use the other one because it's a li- oh, little less obvious. Yeah, that is that completely caught me off guard. Oh, Excellent. Okay, next one then. Um, the 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah, absolutely. He is a 40-Year-Old Virgin starring Mr. Steve Carell. Um, okay, there's two more left, so this mm. one. Now, this is a hard one. This is... Um, I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be the product of me. So, um, I think the person that was saying it was Jack Nicholson. It was Jack Nicholson, absolutely. And uh, there have been a lot of great movies with Jack Nicholson in. Yeah. Um, but the... Uh, I, I can't remember any names of So, them. this one stars <laughs> um, Matt Damon and oh. Mark Wahlberg. Oh. And they switch places, kind of. I I know the film, but I can't tell cool. you the title. Okay. No worries. It's What's the this? film The Departed. The Departed. Oh. An absolutely amazing film. If you haven't seen it, I wouldn't oh, absolutely yeah. recommend you go watch it. Um, and the last one, they call me Mr. Glass. Uh, unbreakable. Absolutely unbreakable. And that is the evanescent Samuel L. Jackson not swearing in a line, mm. which is fantastic. So there you go. Top your scores up, ladies and gents. Uh, let us know how you did on those. Um, you you have a very good chance of doing better than Alex. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a lot better. Would we say I got Clerks? Is that no? It's it's gonna be Clerks no. too. Okay, yeah, because it's okay. a completely different yeah, film. I'm not gonna argue it. I. Uh, so what did you get? One, uh, two. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten out of. Seven. So ten out of I can't even remember how many I put in there. Sixteen, I think. Fifteen, sixteen. You got two bonus points, I remember. 17. So you got two bonus points oh, in that. So, so add on the 11. two bonus points. Oh, 12 then. So 12 out of 17. Yeah. So there you go. 12 out of 17. <laughs> that is the score to beat. Let us know what your score is for each one of those uh, and, and let, let us know. We'll play a little bit of music and then we'll just crack on <sighs> to. Uh, <laughs> To, li- to talk Don't about make some them of our <laughs> no 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 there are no there is no more there is oh, no okay, more fantastic. now we can just now we're just going to talk about our the favourite films of mm. uh, of the Norses I've got a couple that I really want to talk about and um, we'll play a bit of music and then we'll come back.
Hi, I'm Holly Dempsey. You're listening to The Film and TV Show with Richard S. We're caught in a trap I can't walk out Because I love you too much, baby Why can't you see What you're doing to me When you don't believe a word I say
there you go. So that was a little bit of Enya there from Gladiator. That is an, an mm. absolutely just astounding song that is from Enya. Uh, I love it. Now We Are Free, I think it's called. Yeah. yeah Fantastic I've got the, song. The Gladiator is the Hans Zimmer album that I have on my iPod because yeah. you can just flick that on and it's just so... You can live through that movie. Yeah, it's just phenomenal. And uh, and that other and the song just played is obviously Elvis' Suspicious Mind, which can be found in The Departed. Uh, and during the break, we were actually just talking about the, all, the, all the films oh, yeah. from uh, that come out in the naughty. So I'm going to just uh, rattle off a list of, um, of of films that were out in the noughties just to mm. see how uh, how old you you lot feel. So you've got There Will Be Blood, uh, Borat. City of God, Memento, No Country for Old Men, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, The Dark Knight, Pan's Labyrinth, Lost in Translation, Children of Men, Shaun of the Dead, Avatar, Team America, Brokeback Mountain, Wally, yep. Fahrenheit 9-11, Shrek, The Incredibles, The Departed, Gladiator, Donnie Darko, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, both of the Kill Bill volumes, Lord of the Rings, uh, United 93, The Hurt Locker, 28 Days Later, Moulin Rouge, Ratatouille, the wrestler Amelie, Star Trek from J.J. <laughs> Abrahams, is nine years old. Um, District 9, Spider-Man 2, Old Boy, The Lives mm. of Others, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, you've got loads more as well on yeah. your list. Yeah, there's there's just there's so many. And you look through them and there are actors that, uh, you know, they had their starting roles like Jake Gyllenhaal in Donnie Darko. I think that was one of his first... Uh, yeah. Well, I know he's a, he was a child actor, but uh, that was his sort of first sort of young adult movie that he starred in, and that was the Kickstarter for all of his latest success. But yeah, it's it's freaky to look back and think, yeah, I remember that film; it was really good, and like they're still going. And but that's the thing, though, is we can look back at like the eighties and the nineties and whatnot that we've done before, mm. and we don't really kind of. There's nobody in there really that would kind of make it. Oh wow, that film is X Y Z. Like you said, Snatch is what, 18 years old. Yeah, which yeah, puts Lockstock at almost 20. Yeah, and almost. then you've you've got so many other things that are just the classics, and people quote them all the time. Like how many girls qu- quote Mean Girls? Like, I know, right? Like literally every every single one of them. Um, yeah, but man, that, yeah, but that's just so fetch. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch a thing. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Not since 2004, anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, Snatch is like one of that is one of my favourite films. Uh, one of fam- uh, one of my favourite British cinema films. Yeah. Uh, you've got you've got Spirited Away, which is uh, although we don't really talk about like anime and cartoons that yeah. much, apart from like Disney side of things, you might want to think about. Doing I've a, seen that one. See- that's actually a really good yeah, film. That's 2001. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> and like got... Avatar. That's that's 2009. Yeah, that's nine, nine years, years old. Ago. We're still waiting for the second one. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Come on, Cameron. Get on with it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's just in, in, insane. And like... What got me was Star Trek. The new the, the, the new kind of Star Trek universe with uh, Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, mm. um, Zoe Saldana. 2009 that was released. Although this is just on the cusp, it's actually 1999. Uh the Sixth Sense was 1999. Jeez. And since then, we've seen the rise and fall of the director. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan, yeah. ding dong. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, whatever. But it's just so weird to think that in the time that we've we've uh, been watching movies, we've seen so many, like, rises and falls of uh, stars, 
directors. Well, in that film, you've got Haley Joel Osment, and now it looks like he's eating his younger self. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's pretty much not doing anything apart from being an obnoxious little git in on the Entourage. Yeah. Is yeah, it the Entourage movie? Yeah. Yeah, it is. it's in the film, isn't it, Entourage? The only but, thing I can remember about Entourage is uh, it's, Mark Wahlberg produced it. Yes. <laughs> and that's from an SNL sketch. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, going back to sort of movies in general and things like that, yeah, Gladiator was such a big, big thing. Oh like, man, Gladiator is one of the uh, one of the most iconic films. It spawned of my generation. So many uh, what I'd like to call uh, swords and sandals movies. Yeah, with like Troy coming after it. There was th- well, you could probably thank Gladiator for three hundred being made. Yeah, um, you've got the two terrible Hercules movies with one with The Rock and one with Sam Worthington. No, something. Sam Worthington was in Clash of the Titans, which is pretty much the same. But yeah, yeah, like so many of them tried to sort of capture what Gladiator did, and none of them came. Yeah, but that's because it was an Oliver Stone film. What Gladiator? He he was in it. Oliver Stone. Yeah, Oliver Stone was in there. Yeah, you know, it wasn't his film. Scott. Yeah, it's Ridley Scott. But (laughs) Oliver Stone was. It was was Oliver Stone's last film. Yes, and I absolutely love him Mm. in that. I think he's brilliant. He you was know. phenomenal in that. Um, yeah, and, you know, we had the Harry Potters through the 2000s as yeah. well. Uh, Lord of the Rings yeah. began at 2002. Ended in 2007, 2008. Something, something like, that. like that, yeah. And it was just, yeah, we've had so many, like, uh, what I'd call benchmark movies as well. Because before Lord of the Rings as well, like, we'd had Star Wars maybe, which yeah. are the sort of... They were the first to really do sort of serious fantasy movie with a lot of sci-fi, a lot of sort of special effects. Uh, and from then on, like, we have seen nothing recently but trilogies in, in the cinemas. And like, that's, then that's because of Peter Jackson. But then yeah. I'm not I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan yeah. at all. I'm, I'm not. It's one of those things where, like, if you like it, you'll, you love it. And yeah. if you don't, you're not bothered by it. And you pro- probably prefer not to see it on TV yeah. so much. And it's always they're always on TV, mm. and it's just three hours wasted. It's like Randall <laughs> says in Clark's in Clerks Two, it's just three films of people walking. You know, even the damn trees walked in that film. Those films, yep. And you just think they could have just used those big bird things and just flown straight to that big <laughs> volcano. I'm not, not going to get into semantics and about just the Lord of the Rings storyline with you because I could argue for it all day long. But it's just you but, know, but yeah. yeah. It, it, for me, it's just boring. Yeah, and for some people... Uh, some people love some it. Some people love it. No, some people so, love it, some people don't. It's and, just one of those things. But it was it was a turning point in cinema with those because mm. what Peter Jackson did was something that had never been done before. Exactly. He'd taken something that people had literally classed as unfilmable and yeah. done a fantastic job with it. Uh, and that sort of, unfortunately, spawned a lot more novel conversions into movies. Yeah. That Damn were, you, Peter Jackson. <laughs> Twilight. Oh, yeah, God. Everyone was making books into movies. Yeah, we've only got to look at Fifty Shades of... (laughs) And that was inspired by Twilight as well, so we could all look back to that. But yeah, um, in regards to actually decent movies, instead of talking about trash... Well, I want to talk about Gangs of New York. Exactly. Which was was one of the quotes in there, which was Build a Butcher. Um, uh, That film, for me, is one of the most quintessential films mm. that you need to watch it needs to be on your top 100 list of films to watch purely because a it's based around true stories 
Yep. It's a, it's not a true story, but there are elements of it that are partly true mm-hmm. um, and elements of it that are obviously cinematic. It's, um, it's a fantastic piece because, you know, you watch it once and you think, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah. And then you watch it a couple more times and you're like, actually, this is incredible. And uh, not just from a just from a sort of storytelling point or just the standard moviegoer uh, point, but the cinematography, the costume design. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis knocks it out of the park. Oh, Builder Butcher, Daniel Day-Lewis is phenomenal. And, it, I mean, he it's such a shame yeah. that he's retired. Yeah, his his accent, um, I actually watched a couple of videos on it. Uh, that's the actual accent uh, interpretation of what they would sound like at that time. Yeah. Uh, he did some serious, yeah, serious that, stuff for that. That's that's true method right there, like trying to dig up as much information on an accent that is no longer available uh, just so that you can be that much closer to the actual uh, movie itself and the character. Yeah, yeah but he he's a very method actor yeah. anyway. Yeah, he is but extremely. it's not just that, it's the sets. You know, the sets were phenomenal. The, mm-hmm. the whole way that the five points was played out, the, you know the way that the sets all converged on it. You Although, had uh, sometimes I still uh, still get the image of Liam Neeson in the uh, news anchor fights. Yeah, and uh, I get sort of mixed up between them. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I do think those sets were fantastic. I'd, I'd put them on par with the stuff that we saw in Les Mis in terms yeah. of the set design there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the set design was phenomenal. Mm. But not just that. That Scorsese did such a great job. With the script, with yeah. the way that the the cast were, were cleverly put together, because you've got Cameron Diaz, you've got um, Leonardo. Leonardo DiCaprio, you've got Brendan Gleeson, you've got Liam Neeson, um, you've got Daniel Day Lewis, Jim Broadbent, John C. Riley, Henry Thomas, Stephen Graham. You big big actors. You've got there. some really big actors, and then you've got some little known actors that all play their part specifically for mm. what they do, and you know just the the way that it was so violent and, you know, it's another one of them films where Leo actually got hurt for for the art. Yeah. You know, when he gets burnt with the knife, he doesn't really get burnt, but he does get cut. Yeah. You know, Daniel Day-Lewis pushes too hard and actually cuts the side of his face. Um, You know, and, I mean, Cameron <laughs> Diaz, I think she gets, she doesn't get as much credit as she should do for that because her turn in that was, was mm. pretty impressive. It's um, yeah, it's it's Martin Scorsese doing what he does best, which is uh, that sort of criminal aspect. Uh, and it doesn't matter what sort of century you put Martin Scorsese doing a film yeah. uh, with those big actors, you're going to get something incredible. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, it's. But it, then, but then yeah. we can go from we'll go from Gangs of New York to Shrek, <laughs> which yeah. was actually a brilliant film. Yeah, because it was it was one of the very first kind of um, DreamWorks adaptations for their animation side, and it was it was very very cleverly done. You obviously have um, Mike Myers doing his generic Scottish Scots, accent yeah. um, for uh, for <laughs> Shrek, but then you've got again you've got Cameron Diaz, you've got Eddie Murphy who probably steals the show as Donkey. To be perfectly honest, he does. I think that's also down to um, the uh, the animators. Yeah, uh, for making that character so sort of likable and charming. But if you look at Donkey, right, you'll <laughs> never ever not see this now. You look at Donkey, and if you just look at him slightly long enough, you'll see Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it's yeah. like they've literally designed Donkey to look like a Donkey version of Eddie Murphy. Yeah, which is it's which great. Is, 
which is good because a lot of films now are, uh, are kind of adapting and they're taking <laughs> that on now where they're making the animation characters look similar to the actual actors yeah. who are playing them. Like in Moana, Maui looks almost like, like the, the Rock. Rock yeah. You've got um, Moana looks like Auli y Cravalho. So, you yeah. know, you've got the her mum looks like Nicole Scherzinger. It's one of those things where they... They've always sort of put the dots on the actors' faces just to capture the sort of motion of their yeah. face, uh, but now they're sort of realizing that you can take the animations from a person's face and put it onto a different model, or you could change the model itself to uh, resemble more closely, and that way you get not only a, a more realistic movement, but also just like a more realistic and more relatable character. Yeah, and um, yeah, like like Pit and Shrek in itself was the start of what I'd like to describe as movies not just for kids. Yeah. Because there's, a, yeah. there's there are jokes in there that like I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure would go over most children's heads. Yeah. Uh and then you've got the sort of probably the bit where the parents go, Oh, we'll take you see Shrek in the cinema, take him along, sit down, expecting to be bored yeah. to tears, and then actually get something for them, uh, and for them to enjoy. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that you see more and more now with all different things from Pixar and like Disney and things. Yeah, well, it was a two thousand and one film, and then mm. after that, you know, you had The Incredibles, which was exactly. incredible, yeah. and and that was a great film. You know, cautiously optimistic for the sequel it should be. Yes, good. but considering it's taken the best part of fourteen years, yeah, you Again. know, the only thing that's that's almost as bad as that is Avatar, but Avatar is a fantastic film. It, although. Avatar is one it's of those films. Lengthy. People either love Avatar or they hate it. <laughs> I'm see, I'm I'm not in either. Like I will watch it and I enjoy parts of it, but I do feel like a lot of it could be left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, it is. It is very um, convoluted. It is very over stylized. But mm. I think to get the full picture of what Cameron is trying to do, you, you kind of have to have it at two hours and. 40 whatever minutes it is. I want to say two hours and 45, but yeah, yeah, some, something it's two like hours that. and change, I know that. Yeah, but, you know, it, it is one of those films that when you look at and you watch it, it cinematography in that is mm. fantastic. All well, of the... Green screen. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's not just that. It's the yeah. way that it's put together because it... James Cameron has always known his way around, not only with, like, directing big sort of... CG films because technically Titanic is a big CG film. Yeah. For most of it. Um and to be honest, I don't know what James Cameron did, but he got a better performance out of Sam Worthington than Sam Worthington has put in for the rest of the films that I've seen him in. I know. I'm just I'm just dreading him in the next one because I just hope he isn't going to be awful it, because since Avatar, yeah. he's done some awful turns. Obviously Clash of the Titans, mm. Terminator. And the thing is he's uh, you see in interviews and like uh, and sort of backstage featurettes and things like that, he Sam Worthington seems to have an incredible work ethic, uh, and he has even gone on record with the sequel uh, for Clash of the Titans, saying that he didn't think he did a good job and he wanted to come back and try and prove that he could do it correctly. And to be fair, the sequel is a a bit better. It is a little bit one. better, yeah. yeah um, but certainly, I just think he's had. Uh, a bit of a raw deal with when he became popular, when he was starting to be put into all these films, a lot of very generic muscle-bound actors were coming out of the woodworks like Jai Courtney yeah, uh, and things like that. And I think it was sort of just, uh, you know, that sort of 
carpet bomb of like generic generic type white act, guys yeah. yeah yeah generic built white guys with shaved heads who look yeah. very similar and have very similar accents yeah yeah, yeah. no I, I totally agree with that I totally agree um, but it is it is a fantastic film. It's not one that I would actively go out and watch. If it's on the telly, I'll watch it, though, because yeah. I, I just love the ending. I think the ending is brilliant. I do like the Pocahontas ending. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> or the Fern Gully ending, whichever fern, you want to say. Fern Gully. It's yeah. more Fern Gully. But it is, it is a great film. Um, and, you know, I mean, the noughties, have, we're going to have to do another show on the noughties because mm. it's just that there are just so many films. Shaun of the Dead, 2004. 2004, Frankly. Shaun of the Dead was out. Was Attack the Block in the 2000s? I'm I don't it know. It, it might be. But I mean, search that. Shaun of the Dead in 2004. Who doesn't know? 2011, Shaun... damn. Okay. But yeah, well, close enough. But, you know, 2004, Shaun of the Dead. Mm. Who doesn't quote that film, though? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those films, even that clip that I played in the quiz. Wait for it all to blow over. Yeah, everybody knows that. It's on T-shirts, it's on mugs. Anyone can identify that if they've seen the film. You've got the Don't Stop Me Now scene where they're, they're each battering the, the landlord of the Winchester with uh, pool sticks yeah. in tune to Don't Stop Me Now. You know, you've got um, Nick Frost. I told you it works. Yeah. Or words to that effect. Yeah, yeah. Well, I told you he had a gun. Yeah, 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 gun behind the bar. Um, you know, you've even got the the, the funny bit where they meet they're identicals yeah. as they're going, and that that's just clever. I mean, that's Edgar Wright being I'm, supremely clever. I though. would love uh, uh, another sort of Shaun of the Dead, but with the other people's. That would be quite funny. Yeah, just see it from their perspective. And I, although, although I wouldn't be able to take Matt Lucas seriously in yeah. that role because he's very, <laughs> he's very. Even in that, you could tell he was very little Brittany. Yeah, yeah, he's so, he's always that sort of person, though. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I love Shaun of the Dead. Edgar Wright's uh, a phenomenal director. Uh, I don't think he's been given the projects he's due, really. But uh, he No, does. I think Baby Driver's changed that. Yeah. But that's not a naughty film. That's a very recent film. <laughs> um, Old Boy. Now, Old Boy is a twisted film. Have you ever Old, seen it? Old Boy has been a number of different films. Um, well, the the one in two thousand and three is the remake of the original Old Boy from the eighties, I think. Okay, let me... um, and it is. I remember someone telling me about that, um, and I was like, "Oh, I'll have to give that a look." And it is just absolutely twisted, like sickeningly twisted. It's the one that you. Yes, yeah, I've seen this one. It is messed up beyond belief. Yes. Um, but it's definitely an enjoyable watch. They remade it in 2013 with uh, Josh awful. Brolin, uh, and it was just a watered-down, tame version. Yeah. But it's certainly a messed-up film. Um, I can't really say much else. Yeah, well, uh, Unfortunately, we're it. on a watershed, so we can't yeah. really say much. But I would suggest you go and watch it just the once. You won't ever want to watch it again. Yeah, it's one of those sort of things you experience, and then you're like, okay, I've yeah. experienced it. And then you just kind of... Leave it. Mm. But you should most definitely watch that. That's probably a hidden gem of the Naughties, I think. Mm. Um, old boy. You know, it's it's a very... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a required... Not required. It's a... Um, whatever. It, it's one of those uh, acquired tastes. Acquired, not required. Acquired tastes. You most definitely should uh, should go and watch it. Mm. Um, I I loved it, but I would never watch it again because I, I felt physically ill yeah at the uh, end of that film at the very end you sort of need a cup of tea and to watch something a little less 
yeah psychologically damaging um <laughs> well yeah that's pretty much it um you switch on like some cartoons afterwards and try yeah. and get your mind back to normal absolutely and talking of cartoons ratatouille was an excellent cartoon yep um or animation which yeah. uh it, I, it, it's just it's phenomenal i think it's it's great disney wouldn't be in uh disney wouldn't be where they are now if they hadn't sort of smashed it out of the park since the early well since back in cinderella all the way to now yeah. really because there had been some ups and downs they've not really hit some movies off to where they should be but the majority just are absolute like winners that they they seem to know what sells yeah uh, and they're doing quite well now with the uh, with the addition of marvel and star wars to their name so yeah it, uh, it, it will Disney be aren't going anywhere no they're not but for me ratatouille is one of their best films definitely um not in not just in terms of script but in original screenplay because it is original mm. it's not like your usual you know copied film where Frozen they've taken is copied like... from a, a, a the the white queen uh, yeah. which is uh, an old sort of Icelandic or Norwegian tale, I think. Yeah, Scandinavian. Scandinavian, isn't it? yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ratatouille is completely original, uh, and it's brilliant because it's not a sort of, it's not like a life or death situation. It's just that the rat wants to cook really good food, but he can also cook. And th- the mm. funny thing is, is his controlling of the young lad. Yeah, I think is is brilliant, and it's <laughs> it, it's just something you wouldn't expect. I mean, yes, it's it's fun. Yes, it's. Um, it, it's aimed at kids, but there are a lot of, not so much jokes, more of throwaway lines that only adults would get. Mm. But also, because it's very much fine dining and set in France, it's very much still tailored towards adults anyway in the way it's done. And yeah. to be fair, the, the script work is fantastic. Yeah, I, I have a s- sort of like a selection of films that are all dedicated to food, um, where you've got uh, Bradley Cooper and Burnt, I th- highly recommend that. Yeah, uh, that's Chef, good obviously. With, Love Chef. Um, <laughs> I can't remember his name right off the top of my head right now, but yeah, Chef is an incredible film. That's John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau, thank you. Uh, and then, obviously, Ratatouille, because they're all sort of very similar, um, because it's just about cooking, really. Uh, and there's sort of side stories to all of them, but generally, it's just nice to watch a film and it's not explosions of violence or anything like that. It's just, you know, yeah. a personal tale. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it it's just amazing the the types of films that you have mm. that that you forget were were out there. I mean, Borat was was interesting. <laughs> um, that... Obviously, off the back of Ali G. Yeah, uh, and and the Channel Four show Borat was. Very, very interesting, but it was, but it wasn't a great film. It was funny. It was crude, funny American Pie funny, but yeah. what it did showcase was the ignorance of America of of, of some All American um, some American kind of thought processes. Yeah, which which I think for non-Americans was hilarious in itself. Yes, um, because yeah. there's always that case of you know the stereotype that. Americans only think the world evolves around America and that there isn't anything outside of their shores. Yeah. And and I think that's what he aimed to do was to showcase that actually, do you know what? There are people like this character out there. I mean, you've got the dictator. He turned up at one of the awards ceremonies dressed up as the dictator. Yeah, which and they was freaked out. Yeah, everyone went mad. And Bruno was exactly the same 
Absolutely, um, yeah. The gay Austrian fashion designer. Who went into the UFC ring and yeah, yeah, was did just... some weird things there. Uh, but yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen is uh, one of those people that uh, I'm glad he came out with Borat and came out with subsequent like personas, I guess you could yeah. call them, because I do enjoy his stuff, even if it's crude. Uh, and it is very, very crude humour, but it, it is funny. But usually it's 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 crude whilst taking the mickey out of... And it's always Americans. It always seems to be American. It's like he's got a thing with showcasing yeah. the ignorance <laughs> of uh, of Americans. That's not to say that all Americans are that way. That is not what we're saying. But what we're saying is, is that these films specifically aimed... Well, the Brothers Grimsby seems to be aimed at... Uh, at UK pretty hard so yeah it, yeah he he goes he goes to town on people from Grimsby doesn't he yeah yeah he goes to town on them but and he did get a lot of stick for that as well mm. you know making it look like it's a dump but to be fair it is anyway so he's yeah, not like he's telling funny. a lie it's just funny it is just funny and Mark yeah. Strong is brilliant in that film yes uh, he is brilliant in that film <laughs> um anyway we'll move along from annoying our american listeners because we don't want to do yeah. that we love no. you really um... we do love you really um but the Let's stay on that similar topic, though. Uh, okay. Team America. Oh, God. Okay, no. <laughs> 2004. Okay, could... No, 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 stop here, stop. <laughs> I'm just going to, all I'm going to say is, yeah, Team America. Yeah, that was, that was um, Trey Parker and... Matt Stone. Matt Stone and, yeah. And the South Park guys. Doing what they do. Um, yeah, self-deprecating uh, whilst also being massively racist. Yeah, um, you, you they would never be able to make something like that nowadays. Could you imagine that coming out now? Oh my God! Can you? It, it was like when the interview social justice would just go completely. Crazy. It would. Yeah, it was just. Uh, <laughs> it, it was one of those films that you could get away with back in back in the day. You know, it's only is, twelve. It's only fourteen yeah. years ago. Yeah. But yeah, um, and yeah, it was it was good. Um, it, it was funny again because it was saying everything that we couldn't say. Which is what South Park does anyway. Exactly, yeah. It's it, it says all the deepest, darkest thoughts that you've ever had, and it just makes a, a massive steaming joke out of it. Uh, and, yeah, it it was funny at the time. Um, I always... Uh, there is, like, a secret hope in, in the back of my heart that's like, make a second one about about uh, Kim Jong-un's son. <laughs> please, oh, please make a second I, one. See, every time, I, every time I see Kim Jong-un on TV, I just kind of think that... Lonely, <laughs> Ronry. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, that's just oh. so hilarious. But yes, it's um, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll leave that there. But that but mm. that happened in the two thousands. Um, yeah, and Kill Bill Volume One and Two. Which... You aren't the biggest fan of Quentin Tarantino, are you? Really? No. I, I... do. You know what? I like that. I like a few of his films, mm. and then he kind of just ruins it. He, he kind of picks it up with. Um, Django Unchained. I quite liked Inglorious Bastards. I watched it once, and I think once is enough. Yeah, I've watched it. I watched it. I enjoyed it, but I don't think he should be as celebrated as what he is. Most, even more so now. I think personally, but... Inglorious Bastards is one of his weakest. Um, because Brad Brad Pitt does a phenomenal job as lead. Yes, uh, he does. Yeah, especially. Uh, opposite Christoph Waltz. Yes. I think they're tremendous choices in uh, actors. Um, but I think the way that the story runs uh, in itself inside of Inglorious Bastards is very, very sort of D 
difficult to follow in the way that he pieces it together. Yeah. I find it uh, just jarring a little bit, yeah. and it's more focused on the gore and violence uh, than than storytelling. Than story. But then the, you could argue then that the hateful eight is more storytelling than anything else. And I hated the hateful eight. I thought it was a terrible mm. piece of cinema. I really did. I I wish he would go back to the likes of Pulp Fiction um, and Reservoir Dogs and even to Django Unchained because I think they were his probably mm. three best films. The rest are all forgettable. Pulp Fiction is my number one favourite Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, movie. I love Pulp Fiction. Brilliant, um, brilliant film. So clever, so different. Again, non-linear narrative but done in a very... Uh, very uh, just effective way. Yeah. But Kill Bill, it was okay. It was different. I, I mean, it was different in a good way because it's not something mm. you have ever seen before. Well, there's a big theory about Tarantino's films that they're all linked uh, and that basically, um, uh, you know, uh, oh, what's her name? Uma Thurman's character in Pulp Fiction. She goes on about the Fox Force 5. Yes. Uh, and people say that uh, Kill Bill is actually Fox Force 5 in their universe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that that's basically just an elaboration on what she was doing. And that it all stems from a very sort of... Uh, it's a very convoluted uh, sort of theory out there, but it basically stems that if Hitler was killed in such a brutal and sadistic manner, then uh, it would be celebrated in Western culture of that brutality. Yeah. And their films and lifestyles would reflect that in some okay. manner. Um, but yeah, it's um, Pulp Fiction is is awesome. Yeah, uh, it's just got again a phenomenal cast of actors doing what they do best. Yeah, absolutely. And again, so quotable, like yeah, so quotable. Yeah. Oh no, it is. Absolutely. But that's, that's not in the two thousand, so I don't know what no. I'm talking about. No, that. but it's because we mentioned Kill Bill, um, <laughs> yeah. and 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 that's how much I I think about those films is that I'd rather talk about his other films than Kill Bill. Yeah. It's, um, but you know, I it is it is what it is. Kill Bill Two was probably my favourite of the. Uh, I don't know. They're they're both on the same sort but, of level. Yeah, I mean they're they're both okay films, but but yeah. So so that that happened as well. Yeah. Um, and. <laughs> That's the end of of another show. That that's yeah, that the end. Went too that, quick. It goes far too quickly. We will do another naughty show, I think, mm. um, in a couple of weeks' time. Well, I say a couple, a couple of months' time. We'll we'll come yeah. back to. It. I want to do another eighties and another nineties. Mm. Um, we'll do a we'll do a tens show as well at some point. We should do like some sort of a what to pick on Netflix as well special. Yeah, absolutely. Amazon, <laughs> Amazon you know, Prime versus Netflix because you know I'm I've got both and mm, I'm actually same. veering towards Netflix more. Yeah, prime. at the at the moment, uh, Netflix has got the better choice. Yeah, absolutely. But we we'll, we can go into that anyway um, on another show. So we've got next week's show. Um, we haven't got a topic yet, but we'll we'll think of we'll something. something. We'll think of something, and we'll put it out on Twitter. So you can follow us on Twitter at the FTV Show. Find it on there. We've got a Facebook group as well, which you can join, which is the Film and TV Show group with an ampersand mm -hmm. in the middle for and um, join the group. And you can obviously chat with us and we can go through a few bits and pieces yeah. or, on what we've got planned. Uh, that links into the film festival that we're doing, the Lowdown Film Festival, exactly. which is going to be great here in Peterborough. So if you are close by, you do love film and TVs, um, then absolutely come. It will be free to attend. You can come. You can come and, uh, you know, jump in on the panels and the workshops that we're doing. We will have some uh, vehicles from some of our... <laughs> favourite films as well as a couple of traders 
and we will have people from the film and TV industry uh, walking about and doing some stuff, as well as independent films that we would urge you to go and see. Definitely. And there is uh, some of the films I've seen um, that have been submitted so far that are phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, so it would, great, would be great to, for you to come down and, uh, and get involved with us there. But, um, but that's in September. We'll do a show based around that anyway um, as we get a bit closer. So, yeah, we've got next week's show, and then we're going to have a two-week break because uh, I'm on me Holly Bobs. <laughs> so we're going to have a two-week break, and then we'll <clears> come <throat> back um, on the 9th of April, and, cool. uh, and, and we'll go from there. But we'll um, thank you all for listening. Massively appreciate it. You know, we do appreciate it. We that do. You, that you guys listening in and, and all of our subscribers – and even um, if you're listening on podcasts and things and you're you feel like you're a bit late, please do like message us with your ideas and thoughts about past episodes or what you'd like to see in the future and maybe we can uh we can take some uh subjects for uh later episodes. Absolutely. And if you want to come on the show and be exactly. on this side yeah. of the mic, then just let us know. You are more than welcome to if you can get to Peterborough on a Monday evening for seven o'clock, you are most welcome to come and take a seat. And just right chat with me. us right next to Alex. Absolutely, if Andy's not here anyway. Exactly. So you can absolutely come and, uh, and and join in as well. We would love that. We would love you to get involved. If you can't make it, but you do listen to the show on a regular basis, leave us um, a review on iTunes if you could. Mm. That would be great. Or even in our Facebook group or on the Facebook page, just leave us a little review. iTunes would be better. Yeah. But um, but any thoughts would be would be fantastic. Um, and that's it. That's the end of the show. Thank you once again. No worries. It's been good fun. You it's did, always fun. You, you did okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, uh, there are plenty of other people with better knowledge than that. I, I'm, I'll be surprised if your score doesn't get beaten. Yeah. But we, we shall see. <laughs> um, but that's it for now. We will catch you on the flip side, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Time to nut up or shut up. <laughs>